Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640, you're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. On the radio, one to four. Then after four o'clock, uh, the iHeart app has the John Again on Demand podcast. Listen to what you missed. All right, an update on the out of control border, a story that really ought to be getting a lot more attention, like it did earlier this year. It's not. The numbers are startling. Migrants entering the United States. Got a couple of stories dealing with that coming up in a few minutes. We begin the hour though with a big story concerning one of the biggest behemoth sellers of goods there is on the planet. Amazon, the Federal Trade Commission, and 17 state attorneys general have filed a lawsuit against Amazon. We're going to find out the details of this now from ABC News technology reporter Mike Dubusky. Mike, welcome. How are you? Uh, doing well, guys. How are you? What's this We're about? Great. Yeah, what is this? Yes. Yeah, so again, as you mentioned there, this is the Federal Trade Commission and 17 state attorneys general filing a really big, far-reaching lawsuit against Amazon, specifically their e-commerce business, right? 
Amazon is a huge, sprawling tech company. They cover everything from streaming video to e-commerce to even robotic vacuum cleaners. Um, but this particular lawsuit is taking aim at the Amazon that we are probably most familiar with, which is Amazon.com, the place where you buy. And, uh, you know, if you're a small retailer, you can sell stuff on Amazon as well. Um, the FTC alleges that this company is engaged in monopolistic practices, using their dominance in the market to basically uh, sort of shoulder out other competitors. They've jacked up prices. They've degraded the quality uh, of their own uh, products to save money. And that has unfairly impacted the consumer in the government's estimation. And they say that this is uh, uh, illegal and uh, they are taking it to court. Now, Amazon is firing back. They say that this, uh, the government fundamentally misunderstands retail and uh, they are ready to take this to court. They put out a long, far-reaching statement sort of detailing a lot of the concerns that the FTC brings up in its lawsuit. Um, but overall, it's, it's a big legal action for uh, both a, a big regulatory body and a very big tech firm. Yeah, what would be an example of this? Can you cite anything that they're saying? You mean online, they're punishing merchants, it says here, for offering lower prices elsewhere? Yeah, that's right. So uh, essentially, the idea that the government brings to the table, one for one, this is a 172-page lawsuit. So they outline <laughs> oh, wow. a number well, of different... She'd like to read the whole thing. We've got time. Look, I've been I've been going through it as fast as I can, guys. But the, the, the idea here essentially boils down to this fact that Amazon both owns the retail space, right? They own the online marketplace that where you buy and sell goods. And they also sell things that their own things on that marketplace. Um, one example that the government cites uh, that, that has gotten a lot of attention in the hours since this has been out is the idea that if you're a third party retailer, let's say you sell. Uh, generic charging cables for cell phones. Uh, and you don't, uh, uh, if you kind of operate in that space, which Amazon also operates in, right? They sell their own generic mm -hmm. charging cables. Then Amazon disadvantages you as a third-party seller by not giving you the same Amazon Prime benefits, the same sort of fast shipping I that see. you would get if you were Amazon itself. You and, know what? Uh, the, I, the idea is that that's unfairly biased th against consumers. This is not a joke. <laughs> that's the package I'm waiting for this afternoon. Charging cables. <laughs> charging cables. That's How weird. I have no idea. I might They're have been, important. You know, I, everybody, get, everybody needs a charging cable. I'm, I, might, uh, I, I'm, I might be part of this lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, if you want to hop on, you, Letitia James, and uh, Lena Khan from the FTC, I think that's a good group. I got to yeah. look to see who I bought it from. So This must have been a complicated <laughs> investigation, Mike. How did they put, they put this together over a period of time? or They did, yeah. So this got started back in 2019, as a matter of fact. So they've been looking at this uh, particular aspect of Amazon's business for a while. It's been rumored that we were going to get a kind of high-profile lawsuit like this for several months, as a matter of fact. And worth mentioning, guys, that the FTC, uh, as we've sort of alluded to here, not just targeting e-commerce when we're talking about Amazon. They're investigating the company's acquisition of iRobot, which is the company that makes uh, Roomba robotic vacuum cleaners. They're investigating the, the uh, acquisition of MGM Studios, which is the movie studio that owns the James Bond franchise. Earlier this year, we saw the FTC file a lawsuit against uh, the, the Amazon Prime business, uh, the sort of aspect of their e-commerce e company, alleging that consumers 
were unfairly tricked into signing up for this uh, subscription service, and then Amazon made it uh, sort of unfairly difficult to unsubscribe from Amazon Prime. The the company is facing sort of uh, headwinds from a number of different uh, uh, sort of perspectives here, and worth mentioning as well that the FTC has really taken big tech to task over the past year or two under Lena Khan, who's the FTC chairwoman, under her leadership. Right now, as we speak, guys, there is a lawsuit against Google alleging uh, a number of antitrust practices there. Biden administration really uh, kind of focused on big tech in a big way. But none of these lawsuits, none of these legal actions have really led to anything yet. A number of these Lawsuits that the FTC and other government bodies have filed against big tech firms have either been dismissed or, or settled outside of court. Um, so whether this will actually become anything, I think, remains a pretty open question. That being said, though, it is a product that a lot of people use, Amazon, uh, you know, their, their sort of e-commerce marketplace. So I think a lot of people are going to be paying a pretty close eye, keeping a pretty close eye on this. There's nowhere you can go to find such an array of products like there is on Amazon. I mean, there is no competition. And that is part of the government's argument, right, is that, you know, Amazon, I, that, that's by design from Amazon. Yeah, but, you know, they see, I wonder, that, it, 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 this is what happens. Uh, Jeff Bezos uh, came up with an idea and executed on an idea that nobody else had. And uh, a lot of people are mad that he's really rich. And the government's mad that he's one of a kind in that way. But what are you supposed to do? He came up with the idea. Nobody else had anything right. similar. And, yeah, uh, worth just kind of putting into context, Jeff Bezos is no longer the CEO of Amazon. It's actually Andy Jassy. But, yeah, the, the sort of ethos that Jeff Bezos came up with when he founded Amazon in the 1990s uh, in his garage, uh, as, as yeah. many Silicon Valley tech firms were, uh, you know, it's sort of this e-commerce, you know, book retailer, right? As they did, sold books did, online. Did you ever see a picture? Um, it really filed out and became this much bigger thing. And, and the government alleges that, you know, if we had as consumers more options, if there was, you know, a bigger presence with eBay or, or uh, Shopify or any number of other startup sort of e-commerce platforms, that we as the consumer would get better prices and better quality products just by nature of competition. Um, Amazon says that if this lawsuit goes through, that that's not the case, right? That prices will go up. Uh, the amount of time it takes to ship you a product will become longer. Um, we're just going to have to see how it plays out in court. As we mentioned, you know, the FTC has not been particularly successful in this sort of big tech effort recently, but this could very well be the exception that proves the rule. All right, Mike, thank you very much for that report. We appreciate it. Of course, guys. Take care. Hi, that's Mike Dubusky, the technology reporter for ABC News for KFI about this FTC lawsuit against Amazon. The the chair of the FTC is a woman named Lita Khan. Yeah, she's apparently been after this for years. Yeah. Well, yeah. And she failed in cases, as you heard Mike mention, against Microsoft and Meta. You know, I always hear snarky comments about Jeff Bezos and Amazon. If you go on, on Google, right, that there's a, there's a photo of him in this rented garage somewhere in the Seattle area. Yeah. And it's him sitting at a card table with a vinyl Amazon banner tacked to the wall behind him. That was the start of Amazon. He really had an uh, an idea, a card table, and a banner. And he's sitting there. It's mid-1990s. He actually has a little bit of hair. And, and so he had this vision and started with selling books and then CDs at the time. And then it, it – it, but well, so who was the other guy who had that idea? Nobody. And I don't Nobody, and, and, and that's perfect. But 
what happens often is these conglomerates grow and they get bigger and they can hire more people and more logistics people and legal people. They figure out ways to make sure there is no competition by perhaps yeah, by know, leveraging. It, it uh, works the, really well. I, I don't feel like I'm, I'm getting bad deals on Amazon. No, but this is about the vendors that are on there, that they're being uh, basically strong-armed to make sure they don't undercut Amazon's prices. I think that's what part of this is. Not really you as the buyer as much as it is. Oh, well. Some of the vendors are being you know, pushed to make sure that they don't undercut in any way on their own websites or wherever else they sell their crap. They sell it lower than Amazon's prices, so they remain competitive. Right. All right, uh, we'll talk more. By the way, my, my, my charging cords did arrive. Is that for your bunker? No, no, no. We're oh, actually okay. no. There's this new annoying thing. Uh, the 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 uh, the next wave of charging cords is That's USB C. Right. C, right? Right. I saw that. Yeah. So we're renting a car this weekend, and it has USB C plugs oh, for, so for the I, to... for the iPhones. Right. So I had to order this uh, this uh, new upgraded uh, charging cord. I see. Which so I did yesterday, and it's arrived today. Plug in your phone in the car and right. get directions and all that. Right? And it's going to be annoying. All right, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere. iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. I was just reading a story uh, from Houston. There's now a lawsuit. This family, this family says they went to a drive-thru, a jack-in-the-box, and they ordered, like, a family meal. And when the meal came out through the drive-thru window, it didn't have the curly fries. So, you know, they complained. They had kids in the car. Got to have those curly fries. So the next thing they know, one of the, there's two people in the drive-thru. One starts throwing condiments and something else at them, and then eventually gunfire. <laughs> <laughs> they you drove see, off. Did you see the video? Running from, running from gunfire. They just released that video. You saw it? Yes. The, the, yeah. The, the, the video just came out of this, but oh. the lawsuit is from, this actually happened uh, early last, or 21, it happened in 21. Yeah. A, a, a woman working inside the restaurant, she's got a gun, and she, yeah, leans, she opened fire. She right. leans out the uh, the, the order window. window. Yeah. And they, <laughs> they, they, they sped out of there. because. How many crazy there. people are in this world? Well, you know. A jack-in-the-box drive through at night. Who's working there, right? This is in yeah, the Houston I see, area. I'd never, yeah, it's probably a, a bad neighborhood. I would never do that. Now, back to the world of the border and the drug wars. A Riverside County Sheriff's correctional deputy, that means like a prison deputy, he's been charged with drug trafficking, possession of over 100 pounds of fentanyl, and they believe he has ties to a Mexican drug cartel. This is all we need now, huh? They got their tentacles in our law enforcement in the United States, just like they control a lot of uh, Mexican army and and oh yeah, uh, oh I'm sure they police do. and stuff. I I think I think they must. I, uh, there, uh, there's no explanation for how deep fentanyl has penetrated. Uh, there there's no explanation other than law enforcement and government. Enough people are on the take from the cartels. Well, he's resigned his position. Apparently, they pulled him over. I don't know what the suspicion was. But uh, they had the, one of those drug-sniffing dogs with them, and the dog was on alert. So they conducted a search, and they found 104 pounds of packaged fentanyl in his vehicle along with a loaded handgun. Uh, he was apparently driving in the area of the 10 Freeway and County Line Road in Cala Mesa when he was stopped. This is back on September 17th. Oh, yeah, he does get $5 million bail, but this is oh, not there's, there's, L.A. County. 
There's that. Yeah, right. No. <laughs> but I, I, I am really puzzled by the silence and the lack of action towards what's going on at the border. And and there's a tremendous amount of drugs. Put put the migrants yeah, aside. The migrants are but, one but thing. The drugs too. Drugs, wow. Drugs are another. And how could you not to come to the conclusion that with so many billions of dollars sloshing around, and it's been clear that the cartels, you know, own the Mexican president. No. They own local governments. They own the military, and they own. Whatever law enforcement officials, the Mexican police, state police, whatever they call them, why wouldn't they own a lot of Americans as well? American politicians. Yep. American, American, American police, police officials. Anybody yeah. that can get in their Ch way. Right. Right. I mean, I it's got to be that. Because you can't have a, a government, two parties, right? Because they're, they're, they, 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 they fight about the border, right? And they fight about the, the, the immigration. They don't fight about the drugs very much. Neither side really takes a stand. Neither side says anything. And yet Just the overdoses are growing. The fentanyl problem is bigger so, than ever. Are, because can you imagine how much weaponry the, the cartels have because of the profits they make? I mean, that, that's where a lot of the profits goes, to reinforce more weaponry, to train more of their, you know, 100. I mean, they have 175,000 employees, right? Well, they they have their own they have their own army basically, and I, I think that's that's part of the reason the Americans have been reluctant to take them on. Not that we couldn't take care of them, but that they have a, they have a lot to shoot with. And I I'm I just I'm convinced there's a story there, and I think the journalists are afraid to investigate it because they don't want to get shot. Because in Mexico, lots of journalists get shot, lots of politicians get assassinated. They got these pictures that the New York Post circulated of migrant children howling in pain. They're crawling through razor wire to get into the United States. This is that Eagle Pass, Texas problem. Mm, yeah. Somebody took pictures of the kids crawling through the razor wire. I mean, that's got to hurt. I mean, uh, isn't, isn't that uh, uh, child abuse? Well, it's, it's, we put it there. Somebody put it uh, there. No, I know, but the parents are carrying oh, the, the kid through the razor wire. Oh, in some cases, the kids are just crawling on their own. Right. I'm looking at the pictures right. here. Now, if, if you saw somebody doing that. It's like that, trying to get to an obstacle course or trying to crouch down to get between the wires. If it's you horrible. Saw, if you saw somebody doing that, dragging a ch ch child through razor wire here in America, what, what would happen? Police would come and the parents would get arrested. It would be child abuse charges. Oh, but then it's turned around on us because well, uh, we we put the razor wire there. We're hurting well, the children. Yeah, right. Because because these immigrants can't choose to not go through the razor wire. Well, it's it's not us. It, it's them. Those parents ought to be arrested. That's They're terrible. So desperate to abuse. get here, they'll crawl through razor wire. Don't you see how they turn this around? Are they all that, the time? That, do you have to be desperate to get here? Oh my I God! Mean, they even got a picture of a double amputee crawling through the razor wire. Oh my God! The borders are what? I don't, a woman I missing both this. legs below the knee. Jeez. Oh, How long before uh, the crowd in Washington, D.C. uses these pictures to say, see, that's why we should have an open yeah, but, border. Yes, they can always manipulate people. But why doesn't anybody fight back? Why doesn't say the, 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 the crimes here is on the Biden administration for letting them in? The crime here is, is these parents dragging their kids through razor wire. You couldn't do that in this country, and you shouldn't do it. You ought to be put in prison. Your kid ought to be taken away. 
Why is it an immigrant does it? Kid is screaming. He's bleeding. It's like, oh, how noble. It's like, what? Are you any, is everybody like, like hit their heads? All right. We got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere. iHeartRadio. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the air from uh, 1 until 4. Mm-hmm. And then after 4 o'clock, maybe you missed stuff. John and Ken On Demand podcast is posted after 4 o'clock. And we're collecting uh, moist line calls through the app. You can use the microphone icon to connect to the moist line for calls to be played Friday during this hour. Or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. 
All right. Well, there's probably one city in California and really in the whole country that is really seeing a criminal justice meltdown. Now, John had mentioned earlier that Target is closing stores in some of the cities we normally pick on. But the one that's been in the news a lot lately and today, there was an action taken by small businesses in this city. They struck. They closed down for several hours today to protest the lack of enforcement and the high crime. And the city we're talking about is lovely Oakland, California. I don't know if you've seen some of the crime statistics coming out of the Bay Area city. Uh, Reported violent crime has increased 21% over the past year. Robberies have gone up 33%, according to Oakland police data. They have a mayor there, and they have a DA for Alameda County that has got people really worked Mm. up. So, (laughs) This is a complete failure, and this is what these politicians wanted. They wanted, you know, no, no police, no bail. No laws enforced anymore. So this is what you're going to get. There's plenty of bad guys out there. uh, And they'll do this all day, every day. Just they put out a release today. Oakland businesses will go on strike. They'll close for two hours on Tuesday, 926. Some might close for the entire day. I am told roughly 200 businesses will join. They're fed up with rising crime and demanding city leaders to do more. A tipping point occurred recently when apparently the mayor of Oakland failed to apply to addition, for additional state funding to fight crime. Mm. And people scratched their heads at that. They missed some deadline because to turn they, in the paperwork they to get more money to fight crime? Because they don't want to fight crime. And they don't want to fight. Because fighting crime means you're going to arrest people and put them in jail. They're going to go to prison. This woke left-wing crowd is about destroying our way of life. It's about destroying cities. I don't know why people don't believe it. You can see what they're doing. They'll, they say it out loud. We want to abolish. It was like the Burbank mayor the other day we played. They want to abolish <laughs> the police. They want to abolish prisons. So naturally, you're going to get rampant crime, massive theft, violence against innocent people. Of course you will. And then that brings down American cities. It, right. it, that's what they want. They hate oh, the they, they want, I mean, to take it further, they would like government ownership of property. Yes. There's no private property ownership. Right. Uh, that mayor also touched on in that video the fact that, oh, we're all going to own the company. So we get rid of owners, entrepreneurs who right. start companies. It's all going to be employee owned. You're going to be your yeah. own boss is the way he phrased it. Isn't that great? That it, doesn't but, work on but, a large scale. No, of course it doesn't. It, 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 it didn't work 100 years ago. Did you see James Carville? Uh uh, who used to be Clinton's uh, top political advisor back in the 90s. He he uh, did an interview yesterday, and he's he's a very partisan Democrat. But he said the woke people in his party are the stupidest, most naive people he's ever seen. <laughs> because know, they're just stupid. This is just stupid. There's, you can't argue with this. You have to stop it. The Oakland people have to vote for others. You voted for this. Whoever that mayor is, and the last mayor was, was the same... Species, stop huh? voting for them. What, what? One restaurant owner said when they tried to discuss the situation with government officials, that would be all the break-ins, the problems they're having, they were told, uh, invest in your own private security. 
Yeah, that's like the story we get. Remember well, when we had the, all the street okay. robberies here? Don't wear flashy jewelry or watches then. Don't carry that expensive right. phone around. Because right. you're the one who's responsible. Take care of yourself. They hate America. They hate capitalism. They hate businesses. They hate successful businesses and rich people even more. Right, and they, they think that I, poor people are doing this out of desperation and they should be protected rather the, than imprisoned. So they're communists. They believe in Marxism. They say so. If you go to their websites, if you listen to them speak, that's what they tell us. And I think most people are going, oh, no, come on. No, no, nobody wants that. Nobody believes in that. Yes, they do. Look at Oakland. Look at yeah. L.A. This yeah. None of this existed even five years ago. Yeah, Oakland's I, got a DA just like George Gascon yes. way out there. One another one of these George Soros types. The D, they got they got into Portland, they got into Seattle, they got into San Francisco, they got into Philadelphia, Chicago, New York, and look, you see it in in the news every day. Those cities are overwhelmed with violence. There's no enforcement of the law. The police aren't allowed to do anything. It and and this is was the this is what these candidates advertised. This is what they're proud of. <laughs> I, I I mean I, I I'm just amazed how long how dense the public is. They 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 think it's still a a, a left wing right wing debate that's Republican Democrat. No, it's not. It's about normal people against anarchists. That's the divide. You have to get rid of the anarchists, and they're was- they're they're the mayors now. They're the city council people. They're district attorneys. They're 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 police chiefs sometimes. I was reminded to look this up because you mentioned the dopey mayor of Burbank who we threw in the dumpster on Friday, Constantine Anthony. Apparently there's a petition out there to recall him, but he's running for the L.A. County Board of Supervisors. And I just looked it up. The 5th District, Catherine Barker is running for Mm re-election. So he's trying to challenge her. She's not turned out. (laughs) So that's an easy pick there. Yeah. but this is what amazes me because I'm listening to you go on and I'm thinking, and these people somehow continue to ascend well, okay. to higher office. This guy wants to go from mayor of a city council member of Burbank to L.A. County mm-hmm. supervisor. And Catherine Barger may be sane, but the other four county supervisors, all women, curiously, are insane. All yeah, right? he fit right in with them. Right. And so, like, they'd have the complete monopoly. Sheila Kuehl left from the West Side, but was replaced by the former West Hollywood mayor, Lindsay Horvath, Lindsay yeah. Horvath who's just as nuts. Oh, what did I read the other day? The the crazy um, anarchist uh, councilwoman, Katie Yaroslavsky. Yes. She used to work in, in Sheila Kuehl's office. Oh, it's all incestuous. Yes, yeah, she did. That's right. I think we brought that yeah, up a few months ago. They're all communist anarchist types. But, Katie Young Yaroslavsky. Yes, but you know, people they're women and they people don't feel it, right? They don't look like revolutionaries. They don't act like revolutionaries. But they sure vote that way. All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM six forty live everywhere. iHeartRadio app. You'll see. We're always right. You're listening to John and Ken on demand from KFI AM six forty. Well, this is not the first story I've seen. The Times, El Segundo Times, did a story this week. I saw one last week, too, along the same lines that um, you have to be careful of political alliances because sometimes they can collapse quickly. Uh, And apparently a couple of places around the country, there are Muslims who are protesting LGBTQ plus acceptance 
when it comes to the schools. Uh, some parents have shown up in Montgomery County, Maryland, uh, dressed in traditional Muslim religious wear, protesting uh, anything being discussed in the classrooms concerning LGBTQ plus uh, people. And um, there was another story that came out of Michigan. Uh, this is the one I saw last week. Ham, Ham, Track, Ham Track, Michigan. Uh, the all-Muslim city council recently sided with Muslim activists and banned the pride flag on city property. And uh, community members from LGBTQ said, now wait a minute. A couple of years ago, you wanted to broadcast your call to prayer from mosques. We defended you when you were being hit with hate crimes. We stood up and we said, stop this. We opened our arms when you were refugees. You don't and under- now they're like, uh-oh. You don't now, understand. because of your religious beliefs, you're turning on us. Exactly. Because what, in, in, the Muslim, in the Muslim's mind, the ones who are protesting this, this is a grievous violation of their of religion. Their, of their religious and right tenets. They're right. Gonna not going to tolerate in their city this stuff. They're not going to tolerate it in the schools. Uh, right. They were waving American flags. Hundreds of religious parents have been rallying outside of a Maryland school because yeah. there are books featuring gay families. Wave American flags. They chant against Some of the- these people come from countries you could be put to death. Yeah. So this is curious. Now, when it when it's white Christians, there's all sorts of uh, vitriol in the media, right, about the hateful white Christians. Notice this L.A. Times story. Eh, they tip or tiptoe around this kind of gingerly. They did. Uh, you know, they, it's not They nearly... used a Muslim writer, I think, to write the story. Oh, Muslims were once reliable allies in a coalition of racial, racial religious, and sexual minorities no. courted by the left. No, but, but they never, ever embraced uh, the gay agenda. Never. That's right. And You've talked about that, too, with regards to Latinos in terms of their religious nope. beliefs when it comes to abortion and some of the other right. issues that are central to the far left Democrats. This, right. this, this, this social, this social woke progressive stuff is hitting a wall with a lot of religious minorities like Muslims and like Hispanics who are culturally conservative Catholics. Right. So but, but you, you know, you, I, I, this, has been, this has been known for 20 years. But but the media doesn't whip up any hatred and anger about it. They just kind of lived with it. But now there are enough Muslims in some areas of the country where they're the majority on a city council. They're running the city. And so they're invoking basically their religious law. Yeah, it's just interesting to me how some groups who feel like they're a minority and they're persecuted. Well, all the other persecuted minorities, I'm sure, will join with us. And then they look over mm, and like, yeah. you're surprised? That religious Muslims are probably not too happy with LGBTQ issues. You're no. surprised by that? Z- zero tolerance. Many of them have. So um, that's going to be interesting to see that it plays out. Yeah. And of course, the story so, makes it sound like they don't really have much political power in the U.S. at the moment. Muslims, no, do because not, well, there's not. only three million of them. Yeah. So that's yeah. less than one percent of the of the population. But it's these isolated cities. Now, are we going to see angry? Uh, uh, gay demonstrations in these cities against the the Muslims. Oh, against the blowback, right? Yeah. Against the Muslims yeah. for, be, for be, attacking. Be, be, All right. Because they're they're imposing their their religious beliefs here. That's, That's what one person's story said. I feel like it's a theocracy now. How could they do this? Well, yeah, exactly. That's what you, they do in a theocracy. That's what they do in, uh, in much of the uh, Muslim world overseas. Uh, we have Conway. Hey now. And, and uh, Mark T. Live. I'm Mark Thompson. To, I'm trying to fix the mic headset. Oh, you don't need it for the... You're right. Okay. Yeah. But if Ken talks, I can't hear him. Oh, okay. 
Hey, Ken. Then I, I won't talk. Oh, I'll, I'll, he said he, he won't talk. I'm going to leave now. He said he's going to leave now. <laughs> All right. And he hasn't said anything after that. Okay. Yeah. So far, so far, you haven't missed anything. You got that? Sorry about that. Just there you crazy. go. No, take your time. I mean, no, it's got... a bit. No, it's not that. The thing's broken, and they expect hey. me to come in, bring my own headphones, and fix the. We're, we're just all killing time between the commercials here. That's... <laughs> uh, we're gonna walk uh, today. We're gonna on the schedule. We're gonna walk Mark Thompson through his first day on radio. <laughs> Every week, obviously. Every week, <laughs> looks like it is amazing that like this station, like this, is the most successful station in the entire iHeart family. That's right, mm -hmm. and still like little crap, like the headphone jack yeah. isn't fixed. And <laughs> well, just like you got to bring your own headphones some, to begin with. It's, some of it's, it has to do with the employees. They it's ticky tack. That make me. I will go out on a limb and say. I've worked at uh, three stations. Mm -hmm. The guys who run this station are by far the best in the world. God, that's a guy who's making too much money. <laughs> Wait, that's common. The guys, the world, the guys who, worked at three stations. who technically put this station together yes. are the best in the world. Oh, who technically put yes. it together. Yeah, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Matt and the whole crew. Um, all right. Um, he's such a company guy. You ever you know, see him? He, Matt, he's, oh, he's, he's, got, he's got a brand new baby. Don't he, get down on he him. He does raw, raw Matt is great. Everybody. Don't get down on get Matt. Get him off the air. But don't he get down on He's become a little Oh, Bobo. I don't know. I like the angry, irritated Conway who hated no, everything and everyone. And I, I'm, I just love life now. Um, as a matter of fact, you know that guy, the the mayor of Burbank, Constantine, who got uh, spanked. Yes, yes. I got a, I called him. I got to deal with him now. I don't <laughs> trash him on KFI, but he's going to try to extend me the first pot license in Burbank. Yeah. <laughs> Good deal. Yeah. yeah. So right. we both could be thrown in prison uh, by the FBI for this one. <laughs> <laughs> no pot shops in Burbank. How about that? Uh, not not one. It's not allowed. You or? cannot buy pot in Burbank. That's wild. You yeah. can. They've got two gun shops. No, they got nine. <laughs> nine. <laughs> I guess they didn't want both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you hit the pot shot first, uh, and then you won't want to. My my daughter pointed this out when she was very young. She's about five or six. She goes, Dad, there's a gun shop right there, and right next to it is a jewelry. <laughs> she goes, nobody's ever thought of maybe separating those two a little, mm. little bit? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All right, we got a ton of stuff to get into tonight. Uh, of course, uh, um, I don't want to do that. Uh, oh, Uber. <laughs> Uber is launching I'm a... seeing this for the first time. Uber is launching a brand new partnership with uh, Yellow Cab. So <laughs> okay. when you call an Uber, uh -huh. you might get a Yellow Cab. Uh, well, I, I like cabs better. You do? Oh, my God. I got this weirdo driver when I was in Florida. An Uber driver? An Uber driver. Yeah. And he, uh, uh, there was no air conditioning, and it was a 90-degree oh, no. day in the car. Oof. There was uh, quite an aroma that he had. Oh! Yeah, and he's he's got some weird... Uh, I was smoking something. I don't know what it was. He God, had, it sounds like Mondo picked you up. Gospel music blasting out of the radio. Wow. I mean, it was just a really unpleasant atmosphere. Oh. And I'm thinking, yeah, I don't, I don't like this Uber thing. Yeah, you just don't know what you're getting. But you can give him, you know, that two stars or something for that if it's that bad. Yeah, ride. and then he'll, then he'll come to your house and shoot you. Yeah, he'll kill you. <laughs> he'll kill you for that. No, well, I always think about you that. You put it that way. They've got yeah. my address. I'm not. I'm not going to yeah, stiff yeah. him on the tip. So it's us for three hours. All right. Well, it's well, better I, than I, nothing. I mean, it's better than some other crap. Yeah. It was a, wow. It's kind of a tepid that's, sort of. That's the slogan for the show. It's better. He some, doesn't than, seem very excited about yeah, it. So he's on autopilot the slogan now. I for guess. the show is, it's better than some other crap. He right. does come to life though when it's actually yes. yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you're here to inspire him. Right. Uh, <laughs> Dig dog. Conway Thompson. Crozier is the news.
Live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.